0: Love Talk Radio. think you're on here, hello. hello. Hello, Hi. Um, I, I, I don't have a whole lot of uh, time. Um, well, l- l- let's begin by finding out whether you're using this line properly or not. Air, air, you Were you an employee or are you now? Uh, I'm former employee. Former uh, employee. I, I was let go on a medical discharge about a week ago, and, and... Kind of been running across the country. Um, oh man, I don't know where to start. They're, uh, they're, they're gonna um, they'll triangulate on this position really, really soon. We um, can't spend a lot of time on the phone, now, so give us some quick. Okay, um, um, okay, well, what we're thinking of as, as aliens are they're uh, they're they're extra dimensional beings that an earlier precursor of the um the space program made contact with. Uh they they are not what they claim to be. Uh they have infiltrated a lot of uh a, a lot of aspects of of, of military the military establishment, particularly one.
1: is the truth or not, but that is somebody calling into the Art Bell Show. Mark Rand, what's up, man? Welcome to uh, the Aliens Part 2 episode.
2: Hey, man, good to be here.
1: Yeah, that was just uh, from that video that you had posted on the thread uh, about all those different sightings. And uh it sounds pretty credible. The guy sounds genuinely afraid. I, uh, maybe he's just an acting an act great actor, but uh he sounded like he was basically shitting in his pants.
2: Yeah, I mean uh you could you can you you can sense the sort of you know, what seems to be genuine distress in his voice and he uh, he's obviously seems to be um uh very worried about the situation that he's in. Um, I seem to recall there was a, another call, um uh, made to the coast to coast uh AM show um probably going back two or three years ago now and uh this caller claimed that he was in a um a light aircraft and he was uh flying over um Area fifty one and he was gonna and you know try and get into the uh get into the complex and uh I think he was talking to um might have been George Norrie, one of the one of the hosts and uh he was saying that you know he was pretty much on like a kamikaze mission. He said, "I'm you know I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm probably going to be shot down, so I'm just going to make the call kind of quick. But if I land, I'm going to try and go in there and try and find out about UFOs and aliens." And George and Ari was was going, "Oh, hey, you got to be careful, you know." And this guy's, you know, it really, it really sounded like he was, you know, in, in an aeroplane, you know, high above the Area 51. And and then all of a sudden the, the call ended abruptly and. You know, there was sort of panic at the coast to coast. I am wondering whether you know his aircraft had been shot down or or what went on. But uh, I'm not sure whether there's been any follow up on on that. But um, that was a that was another interesting uh, situation, much like the one at the start of the show.
1: Yeah, and the I mean uh, that video that you put up there. I mean that kind of has like a, it's a good collection of the different things that you know people have have, have captured on film. Problem I have is, and I'm, I'm guess I'm gonna play like kind of the skeptic here because I've done a lot of, you know, looking at stuff this last week, and uh, I, I mean, I, I honestly can't say that any of it really convinces me of anything because it's like, okay, if it's really clear and it looks like a fucking spaceship, then I'm like, oh well, how hard is it to f- make the film of a spaceship? I mean. We see it in the movies every fucking day, okay? But if it's, like, a shitty picture, then you're like, oh, well, that could just be done with, like, you know, a smudge on a piece of film and and just, you know, replay it a million times. You know, I mean, it just, to me, it seemed like a lot of this stuff could have been homemade, you know, just, like, to look like uh, flying saucers. So I, 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 was, I was never really convinced the, yeah, the, from I mean, what I saw.
2: Yeah I mean obviously the technology is there for people to to uh you know manipulate their own movies and things on on home computers and, and you know with with the advent of you know cell phone video cameras and uh, camcorders and personal video equipment you know I guess that sort of stuff could could be done um, I think a lot of people when they when they see kind of ufo footage they expect to see something kind of nice and clear on a screen like they're watching, you know, Close Encounters or Independence Day or something. But it's not really going to be like that. I mean, the, these, you know, these sort of crafts, or if if they are crafts, they're not going to be literally kind of a hundred yards in front of them. They, you know, th- these crafts are uh, going to be miles and miles up in, up in the atmosphere. You know, uh, higher than what you would. Uh, I'd imagine you'd look if you was just looking at a normal aircraft, um, just going across the sky on, on a but you know some of these things can't really be dismissed out of hand there's it's, it's different types of craft you've got the classic kind of circular craft that everyone thinks of then you've got these kind of cigar shaped crafts um, then you've got you know in some occasions it's not just one craft you know flying on its own you've got you know two and, two and three seemingly in formation with each other or seemingly also in communication with each, with each other I've seen on some other videos so it's very interesting
1: Yeah, I mean, there's definitely, like, something going on. And and when you see, like, uh, the thing that convinced me more than anything is, like, the stuff where you see all these people in one area just, like, looking up. And, like, you know they see something, and you can see it on their face. To me, that, like, shows more than the shit they show on the film, because the film doesn't really capture much, you know I mean? It's just, like, a few lights dangling around, So I I look at, like, the expression on the faces of the people there, and they they look real.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, a lot of these videos that you see on YouTube and and around the Internet, you know, the person that's filming it is, is, as well as filming the uh, craft in the sky, they're actually filming people that are around them and looking up to the sky, and you can see the kind of disbelief or the, you know, confusion or wonder in in their expressions of what's actually what's actually going on front you know of their very eyes and it's always interesting to see the reaction of of other people They're very rarely do you see any of these videos and you see someone sort of laugh or shake their head and walk off or say you know that's bullshit you know everyone is really looking up you know looking up in the sky and in some occasions you know you can there's real legitimate terror in, in people's eyes from uh from viewing these things
1: yeah, and the people that have come, you know, the that have been abducted and and I you know, I mean, it seems logical that that's how aliens would deal with us and just, you know, abduct us and and study us and and then, you know, another thing that makes me really like it's really weird are those like things that happen to uh cows where they get like hollowed out completely? Yeah, like sur- surgically open in in a way that it's like so, you know, uh, it's like bloodless, you know.
2: Yeah, I mean, the the, the I think the term that I use is called cattle cattle mutilations, where you know they find these cattle, you know, kind of out in the out in the kind of desert somewhere or on some ranch, and uh, you know they've been literally, you know, gutted kind of you know almost like a surgical procedure. And why would you know uh if if it's done with such precision surgically it can't be surely another animal um or a surgeon just going out and just you know a, a vet, veterinarian doing that on a on a on an animal without the you know the ranch owner or the farmer knowing about it it's very uh very disturbing when you see some of these images of some of these cattle mutilation they've you know whether it's aliens coming down and and uh and doing it to the to the animals it's uh it's very very strange.
1: Yeah. And and the um this this uh, also that you know I when I think about it like you know you got to you got to consider the different options of what's going on with these beings like okay maybe they are aliens. Uh like that guy saying that they're interdimensional beings and they're not who they claim they are like almost like they're evil, you know. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and you know. Sorry,
1: so, uh, I, I mean, what, what is your opinion? Like, do you think that we're in danger? Or
2: do you well, think that they... Go ahead. Well, there's oh, obviously two sides to the coin. There's people that are, you know, saying that the aliens are, you know, observing us and, you know, if we're ever in a in a, in a situation where it's, you know, like you know, nuclear war or or some sort of a catastrophic disaster um then you know they're going to come and save us and then on the other side you've got you know people saying you know they're, they're just obviously they're, they're observing us um possibly you know ready for some sort of sign of weakness so they can actually uh you know come and attack us at our lowest Ebb and uh, and then you know control the planet and all forms of our what we know as government you know will be over. Um, that's 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 the way I'm I'm looking at. It.
1: Well, and and I mean it's it, it's what I'm what I'm wondering is okay if if that's you know if there's some kind of like plan you know going on that they're going to destroy the big population centers and that way they can more easily control whatever resources they want of this planet and stuff like that um, are they kind of egging us on like through warfare almost you know to make us do it to ourselves you know are they giving us the technology to wipe ourselves out you know is it is it is it just some kind of weird dark you know, force that's just like trying to influence human events in a way that extinguishes the human race, you know?
2: Yeah. I mean, there's that part to it, you know, the kind of the aspect of, you know, like a puppet master where, you know, we're, we're the puppet strings leading us along, um, a line of our own self-destruction for their own, uh, for their own means and motive. Um, there's that aspect to it. Um, I mean, I've been looking at quite a lot of you know YouTube footage over the last day or so of a uh, you know a lot of the uh, recent ones, certainly in the last sort of two or three years. And you know, they, I think we we touched on one on the previous show, which was the uh, the one at the um, one in Jerusalem that was a uh, uh, literally like last at the start of last year. And um, seen some good um, some good footage on on that of these. Uh, it seems like there's kind of you know, sort of a, at least a couple of UFOs that seem to be kind of chasing each other almost across the night sky. Just keep if you watch the footage; they kind of just they go up and then they seem to go go low and in the blink of an eye, they've, they've whizzed back up um, uh, from their previous position. Um, I've I've seen some footage in your in your city, New York City. Um, there was a, a couple of years ago. There was one in in the Chelsea area of New York, which um, they, they showed footage of a crowd literally watching this uh, this uh, UFO in the sky, which was a uh, which very interesting. But perhaps the most interesting one that I've, that I've seen, um, well, the two, interest, two, two interesting ones that I've seen. One that was in China in the summer of 2010, and that actually yeah. got reported on Fox News. Um, yeah, as, I love uh, it. Yeah, and literally, like the airport had, you know, they they obviously took it so took it so seriously that the the airport in question in China had to be closed. Um, because they, they they didn't you know they didn't have control of their own airspace they didn't know what was going on you know around them and they they couldn't take a risk of uh, of uh, letting flights go up or letting flights come in while this uh object that they didn't know about you know was in the sky and I don't think that it's even been addressed since then. the other one i, I saw was was in uh, Norway which this was a really strange footage that I saw it was you kind of saw a, what looked to be a craft, and it, and the, the kind of light in the sky was kind of like the effects that the, that you have, which they call the, like the Northern Lights, um, kind of a a light kind of effect in the, in the sky. And this craft appeared to be kind of sort of twirling and spiralling almost into itself, almost almost like, and almost like it was in going into a black hole. It's one of the most incredible things that I've seen. I'd encourage everyone to go to youtube and type in the uh, norway ufo footage and uh, and get a look at that i think that's that is very very intriguing
1: yeah that looks very strange but but see that's where i'm just like look i mean we can do all these things with video i it sucks that you know our technology in terms of making these videos has gone so high that it's like you just can't believe anything you know i mean like if it's like you said if it's some like um movie like scene then we then we just instantly think it's fake. But if it's not like clear then we're like, oh that's not clear. I mean it's just like we you can't win, you know? <laughs> there'll never there'll never be a film unless you see it, you know, standing there yourself. Like it doesn't matter how many films you see, like I, personally I just I'm never gonna believe it until I fucking see it myself.
2: That's yeah, that, there's that. That, there's that to it. There's that kind of element of kind of snobbery, you know, like, oh, unless you know, unless I see it myself, then you know, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna believe anything unless, you know, we all of a sudden we're watching, um, you know, I'm one conference. of those snobs, man. I'm, yeah, I'm like a, pre- a press conference on the news or something, and you know, you see like Obama's kind of giving a press conference in the, you know, in the White House Guard and All of a sudden, you just see this craft just kind of. Yeah. That's what people want to see. They That's the classic kind of uh, image of, of of what people would want, you know, of, of an alien thing, with the, you know, literally like an alien craft, you know, to kind of land on the lawn at the White House or, you know, land in Red Square in Moscow or, you know, hover above Houses of Parliament in London. It's one of those, you know, kind of images where, You know, you think that there's some kind of alien invasion or, you know, a first, what they call first contact, you know, being made. People want that defining image, not maybe some sort of footage where it, you know, it could be a trick of the light. You know, it could be, you know, an experimental military aircraft. It could be, you know, just a regular civilian um, light aircraft, you know, with... uh, special lights and things. I mean, there are, obviously, there are ways that people are faking them, and there are people do, deliberately, you know, deliberately faking... In, in, well, in the rest of the term, trying to get themselves over.
1: Incidentally, the Obama administration has announced recently, quite recently, that there is no evidence of UFOs that they have found. So <laughs> they've actually come out and said that in a very... Uh, Kind of, I don't know why they decided to just come out and say that. I guess they were asked. But I think
2: probably every administration probably says that. But there's, you know, on on the other side to that, there's, you know, a, a belief among, you know, people that are kind of into the, a lot of the subjects that that we discuss, where, you know, it's not not necessarily, you know, in the president's kind of understanding. You know, it's, it's like this whole UFO thing kind of goes above him. So, as well as people might believe that, you know, the president's like the most powerful guy on the planet and, you know, he should know everything that goes on in his own country, you know, there is a, there seems to seem to be a higher power than even him where, you know, he's not necessarily told or briefed on, on matters, you know, that don't, you know, don't particularly concern him. There's, there's that aspect to it.
1: Yeah, and then there was this... Uh a famous quote from uh, Ronald Reagan. I'm sure you've heard it. Uh, Yeah. Let's go to... Let's hear it right now. Stop
0: to think we're all God's children wherever we may live in the world. I couldn't help but say to him,
1: just think how easy his task and mine might be in these meetings that we held if suddenly there was a threat to this world from some other species from another planet
2: Outside in the universe. So that's Reagan. But I mean yeah, I guess he was, he was a joke. That's right. No, I I believe the quote but I think there was there's also a story that um uh, because Reagan Reagan was present in, in the eighties around the time when the uh the movie E. T. came out and I think he had a special showing of it in the White House with um with the director Steven Spielberg there and uh kind of the subject came up of aliens or UFOs or something and, you know, I think Spielberg asked him a question and Reagan was, you know, kind of laughed and kind of winked at him and, and just sort of said, you know, uh, you don't believe in those little green guys or something, you know, nudge, nudge, wink, wink, you know, kind of, uh, I know some stuff but I obviously can't tell you, you know, kind of a little laugh about it. So, um, you know, maybe maybe he knew um <clears throat> Who knows? But um, it's, no. Uh, but I think okay. There's
1: evidence. You know how there's all this talk about arm, like putting weapons on the moon. Yeah. And like there must be like some kind of threat yeah, to deal with. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? You need weapons on the moon to deal with threats on the earth? It's a little, little far away to keep your weapon. You know.
2: Well, yeah, but I mean that pretty. Probably ties in with when obviously when like reagan was president he had this like star wars defense plan and it was all a bit wacky and you know it's like if the russians fire any missiles when we can launch them from space to like you know to knock them out of the knock them out of the atmosphere or something like that but um you know just i don't know i mean this whole ufo thing i mean even even astronauts you know that have Worked for NASA that have you know that have gone up. They've they've seen they've seen things and you know most of them have you know have kept quiet. I think there's a uh, one of the guys that's really come come public about it was a guy called Edgar Mitchell that's uh, that's uh, he's come out and uh, done plenty of interviews about what he's seen and he's been told to keep quiet. Um, you just wonder where you don't really tend to hear too much about these. Astronauts. I mean, Neil Armstrong obviously was the first man on the moon, but he's pretty much been a recluse since it since it happened. So, you know, you wonder whether and there's been no there's been no moon mission for like 40 years. You know, why have we not been why have you know why have we not been back to the moon since 1972 with the Apollo mission? You know, why is why has that not happened? You know, there have there been missions up there where we've seen things and we're scared to to go back there and possibly just disturb anything? You know, it's can't just be all about money or or other, um, or other agenda surely
1: yeah well there's i think that they probably got a warning you know i mean there's probably they probably started looking on the moon and they saw something they you know maybe they came into contact with something and they were just like all right uh get off this fucking moon motherfucker and don't come back you know i mean i don't you know uh, i i'm sure it wasn't in those words but uh maybe in more alien type language yeah. but just, exactly or maybe maybe it was maybe it was just a bunch of gangsters man you know up there just like get the fuck off our moon son um but
2: um or like the aliens in the simpsons (laughs)
1: um now uh we, we we talked a lot about like the the possibility that human beings are actually the aliens you know and that also, you know, okay, we talked about that. We talked about how maybe the primates of, 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 our, you know, of, of what's on this Earth somehow mated or crossed blood lines with another being from another planet, and they created a human. Um, there's also the theory that the people that we see these little creatures are actually future evolved humans. You know. I mean, given that we're degrading our planet, it, make, it might might make sense that we might shrink ourselves down to a smaller size, you know, just from just sheer survival, you know, in terms of Darwinian principle. Um, is, it, is it, have you ever considered that, that, that we're just being visited by future humans?
2: Yeah, well, there's, there's that aspect to it. There's the time travel aspect that, you know, it's all kind of... You know, you know what's what's already happened. Um, also, the other aspect that people have been kind of investigating or talking about is, you know, whether uh, aliens have been breeding with humans and kind of creating kind of some some kind of master race, some sort of hybrid, uh, super intelligent human being. I mean, the uh, sort of classic eighties, late eighties movie. Um, they live with a Radio-Active Piper in it, where you know, kind of, they're aliens among us. But he, you know, he can only see them with the help of these, you know, glasses that he that he wears. Obviously, that's a a little bit crazy. But you know, there is a there is a line of thinking that you know there are actually aliens among us that are these kind of super intelligent um, uh, human beings. Um, you know, with, Dave. With, Dave Meltzer. Yeah. You know, I well, mean? He's, he's... could be, could be.
1: I think he came here from uh, Planet Centaur and uh, he's studying, you know, some uh, some, some. Studying pro
2: wrestling. Wrestling. Um, wrestling and MMA. Another one could pretty, be Todd Martin.
1: It's pretty ridiculous when you kind of step outside of it and look at it. I mean, the fact that this shit exists says something about, you know, they these monkeys went a little crazy over here, didn't they? Um, but, uh, you know, Uh,
2: Monkeys and aliens screwing. What? I was just saying, but I'm looking at some of the people in the chat and talking about monkeys and aliens screwing. Kind of wacky. (laughs) You
1: know, uh, look, we're just a couple of guys here trying to come to terms with what the fuck is going on. Now, we might make a few jokes here and there, but we're, you know... We're serious about this topic, and, you know, we're about to go off to the um, VIP section of the uh, podcast, but uh, we only have like three more minutes left, so if you want to keep listening to this show, you got to call into the show, which is 626-213-5732 if you want to hear the last 15 minutes live. Otherwise, you got to get the download. Actually, we got about three more minutes of live talk. And on the, we can, on the download, we want, we want
2: some of sh- these people to call in. Well, I mean,
1: they don't, you, you don't even have to call in to talk. I mean, I'm just saying if you want to hear it, that's how you can hear it. But also, you know, we want um, we want people to, to get in touch with us um, about you. I and mean, you can get in touch with me at Logan2024 at yahoo.com. If you have personally, you know, had any experiences with aliens, I mean, I would like to hear it from a first-hand account. No. Um, I, I mean, you've never, right? Mark Ren has never seen anything like that. No. Uh, I've, I've certainly don't think I have. I don't, you know, not that I remember. I, have you had ever, ever had any dreams about aliens?
2: No, I don't think I ever have. Even, in, if, you know, even sometimes when you. You know, when you see a TV show or a movie or something, you might, you know, you might lie in bed and... You have... I really don't remember even... Even as a kid, I don't even remember dreaming about, you know, ETs or aliens or, you know, Star you have... Wars or UFOs at all.
1: But do you have any friends uh, that have seen them? Do you, do you know anyone that has ever seen one? Um,
2: I've I've heard a couple of people, but I don't know whether they're serious or not, whether they were just, you know trying to rib me or something saying that they'd seen seen some lights in the skies but you know nothing nothing about you know that they've been you know um abducted or you know that 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 sort of stuff but you know i mean where where i live you know in in uh in the uk it's it's quite close to um london Heathrow airport so you know we get a we get a lot of lights in the sky that's obviously just regular aircraft but occasionally you know you look, look in the sky and you know, think oh, that does really look like a plane and you know, you look at the lights but then maybe you just realize a few people that I say a few, maybe one or two people that, that I've kind of spoken to have said, you know, Did you see, you know, such and such in the sky, you know, the other night? And I'm like, Well, oh, no, I didn't notice it and they said, Oh, yeah, it's do you know, it's kind of all over the place and, you know, who knows what it is and we don't often get too much UFO things even reported in the media over it's all that's probably what happens in the states. You know, if, if anyone, if there's some kind of UFO report, it, it might get mentioned in, in some sort of, you know, 30-second clip of kind of wacky things around the universe or something, and then sort of dismissed and never reported again. Um, maybe once or twice a year, you might get a kind of a, a spate of sightings, you know, and it gets reported in the press for a couple of days, and then you don't hear about it till next year. But um, no, not personally. I've not seen anything. I mean, I'd like to. I mean, who wouldn't? But um,
1: yeah, well, well pretty... what we're gonna do we're gonna do another sh- one more show on this, maybe uh, definitely one more show. But and and what we're gonna be focusing in on are uh, the best books on this subject. You know, like and kind of what they so I'm going to probably I'm going to hit some bookstores in the next couple of days and just look on what they have on yeah.
2: the shelves. yeah we're going to give some recommendations of some you know of some books and documentaries or you know maybe some um yeah.
0: Yeah, some other sites
2: or yeah or experts or, or others I mean I, I listen to um I listen to uh, Coast to Coast AM quite a lot and they often have a lot of shows on on, uh, on UFOs and aliens um there's another guy that I listen to from time to time who's um Actually published numerous books on the subject, and that's a guy called Whitney Streber. Yeah, oh, of a, course,
1: so the comedian,
2: yeah, communion uh, yeah. author.
1: He's done you know numerous what, books. What, yeah, he's very good. You know what ruined his a little bit of his credibility was that after he uh, wrote books on aliens, then he went on to wrote, write books about werewolves, and it was just like, all right, so you're just like full of shit. You know, I mean, it's like you you know if you want to maintain, well,
2: possibly, your dignity, or he's really creative. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, okay, okay. I mean, you're right.
1: I mean, he might as well just try to make a living for
2: fuck's but Yeah, I can understand what people are they're criticizing, yeah.
1: <laughs> but the point is is that Whitley Strieber has very, I mean, you saw the movie Communion, right? Yeah. That movie is pretty intense.
2: Yeah. It's a pretty good but mind it's, fuck.
1: It's a mind fuck movie and it doesn't requ- it's not like, you know, Men in Black, but yet it's almost like much you know, more intense and scary than something like that, because it's just like, of course, I mean, that's a comedy, but the point being that, like, when you don't see the alien, like, close up, or, you know, you only see it in, like, little spurts, it's it's more, I think, kind of how they do appear to people. If they do appear, it's not going to be in, 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 in you yeah, know, just an ex- extended uh, meeting, you know?
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, we can when we do part three of the show, we can we can get into some of these um, kind of experts and authors and and various media, you know, things that we can recommend or that we've read or or seen ourselves, as, as well as the kind of main, you know, the mainstream Hollywood type movies, whether it's you know E.T. or Independence Day or Men in Black or um, you know these type I mean, of what's, things. What's
1: interesting about Men in Black and a lot of these movies where you do see stuff like that. Some people are say that that the government has almost, you know, sponsored these movies to accommodate us to the future. You know, the, what's coming? Like all these sci-fi films, they like almost are trying to tell us, like, okay, this is where we're going. So get ready. Yeah. There's gonna be. So in many ways, like I think a lot of these alien movies have been preparation for us to receive aliens because at some point we're going to have to confront it if, if if they do exist
2: yeah that's another theory you know that that you know that you know the White House you know kind of work hand in hand with Hollywood and the TV industry to uh, advise on, on subjects like these and that these kind of shows that you see or, or movies whether it's Men in Black or Independence Day or even TV series like um, V or you know X-Files you know that are kind of a kind of a sort of a first step or a sort of preparation um strategy for you know for what they call um you know disclosure where you know it will come to, it will come a time where you know the president whoever that will be at the time will you know come in front of the world's media and say you know we have made contact you know there is life uh outside of our planet um you know and, uh, and this is what's going to happen and then you've got the it whole it would
1: instantly it would instantly be like the like, group a hate group would instantly form, right? Like a hate yeah. group against against the aliens. <laughs> like it's just the that's the way we are. I mean, and that's and that's why I believe that uh,
2: alien human, trolls.
1: Well, humans just—I don't think we're evolved enough to receive another species that is intelligent. We would just try to kill it because um, we just have so much fear. Built up, you know, and we need to get rid of that. And I feel like we're like a few thousand years away from that, that kind of evolution. I mean, what do you think about that?
2: I'm, well, I'm not sure. I mean, there's obviously there'd, there'd be people that would be like, you know, what, you know, we we don't need these aliens. But you know, like in the uh, kind of the VTV series, the one that you just kind of rebooted a couple of years ago, where you know the aliens did did kind of had have a hidden agenda, but they were, they were presented to the public sit down with this new technology and they were healing people and you know they were kind of under this um promotion that they were you know kind of benevolent you know kind of uh, helpers um for for the world but you know there was a, h- a hidden agenda w- that they really wanted to get our resources and minerals and and stuff like that there's that to it people would want us to attack and and kill any kind of enemy but There'd be other people that would be like, well, you know, if they can help us, if they can help us in any way, if they can cure, you know, if they can cure cancer, if they can cure, uh, you know, AIDS and all these other diseases, they can cure famines and and all the ills of the world and stop all these bullshit wars, you know. Then, you know, we welcome them if they can help in any kind of way like that. Then, you know, let's uh, let's welcome them with open arms.
1: Absolutely. Oh, I mean, I really, I believe in like my gut that we would have had a mil- like a holocaust of nuclear proportions if it weren't for alien intervention in our history because i almost have a feeling that we have gone through that like cuz you know we were willing to drop the bomb on hiroshima and you know it's just it just it just seems odd to me that it's over all this time Nobody has exploded another nuclear bomb, and I just feel like we 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 would have, you know. And it's almost like they had to go back in time and change history to to change it, maybe. I, I you know I don't know, but I just feel like they're involved on that level where they're just like monitoring us and and keeping us from, you know, just blowing a hole in the fucking
2: galaxy. But uh, yeah, exactly. Just... Yeah, I mean, I, I think after the obviously the. Nagasaki uh, bombs in in world war II. So kind of the ending of of that war um i mean it's literally only a few years after the war ended but when the, like the Roswell incident happened um and then obviously kind of the fifties which was obviously not long after world war two was sort of a kind of a, a golden era for kind of the whole u f o kind of sightings and and the culture and you know you, uh, obviously the the television age started and people were becoming more and more aware of these things, there was a, a lot of uh, UFO sightings in the uh, in the fifties, and you know whether that's uh, to do with the aliens, um, you know, kind of observing what what happened with the dropping of the atom bomb uh, in World War Two, uh, could tie in with that.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just that it would be a shame, I'm sure. Like, you know, if you're watching us, right, and like you're an intelligent being, and you see that we have this like really dangerous material that we're fucking around with I I just think it's so irresponsible it shows how really kind of unevolved we are that we would deal with such dangerous material that you know it presumes that we're going to be around for a million years to keep disposing of it you know like even the nuclear power we use has that spent spent fuel that we have to like store for a million years before it's not radioactive you know, I mean, it's just it's absurd. Why would we go to that? You know, it's almost like we're just too dumb for our own good. Like, we're smart, we invent stuff, but we're too dumb to think
2: about the consequences. Yeah, yeah. The, um, you know, obviously, the, the nuclear age has been a, has been an interesting time over the last, uh, you know, kind of 30 years or so. Um, you know, what the aliens want to do with that technology, uh, who knows, they're obviously trying to, Monitor something. There's also the the kind of the the thought process that if you don't you know, kind of physically, you know, literally right in front of the, the leaders, you know, making these decisions, there is a, a kind of a, a train of thought that they could be inf- influencing the leaders by some sort of mind control um, type Absolutely. thing. Absolutely,
1: I believe yeah. I believe there's got to be something going on like that because. It's like there's just too many variables and too many fucking hotheads around. you got like the North Korea guy you know doing his deal, and it's weird now they're suddenly like changing their tune. you know it's like who somebody with a big stick can be You might be threatening these people or what, but I just feel like there's some kind of some kind of intervention on that level, but we only have about um five minutes left. So we're going to keep talking, but I want you to get an opportunity to shout out whoever listened to this. Um, I just, from the chat room, you got Doug Doug Rigger. What is his name?
2: Yeah, Doug Rigger, yeah. Yeah, he's a good guy. UK guy. He's
1: a UK guy. Okay. He's an OK UK guy. You got Gary Glitter. I don't know who that is. He's on the chat, but... uh,
2: He's okay, but he's probably some fag.
1: Oh well, then we we I guess that's that could be a problem. Uh, we have um, Freddy. Yeah,
2: Neville, yeah, Freddy. Freddie, yeah, yeah, Neville. <laughs> well, Neville's, Neville's been Neville's been in and out of the chat. I don't know what he's doing. He said that he had his dong in his hand, so I'm a bit a little bit uh, worried about that. Um, we can give a shout out to Klitz as well, who's uh, I think he's going to catch us on the download. Uh, Cheekbones, always a good supporter. Uh, Fred Garvin's been interested in the show. There's a few people on the board that have um, that have been uh, listening to the show and and been entertained by the show. Um, and we seem to be sort of filling a void. Yeah, well, the subjects after, that um, that Brian Alvarez has dark. missed.
1: Yeah, I think you know what it is, man. And after goes, dork <laughs> Wow. You know what, I I just think that when it comes to these subjects, like, if you're, like, 100% skeptic, which, I mean, to many many degrees I am, but not as much as Brian is. Brian is, like, such a skeptic that I think he just kind of gets bored after a while because he just doesn't buy any of it, you know? And I think that's hard to, to keep a show going when you're just so skeptical, you know?
2: Yeah, it's it's a strange one that's kind of annoyed me a little bit with Brian because he, he, you know he says that he's a fan of Coast to Coast AM and he's he's been listening to these shows all these years and you know if, you, if you're any kind of skeptic then why why are you listening to these sort of shows because normally the, these sort of shows are for people that are really kind of open-minded and you know that have got and are more likely to be, be believers and listen to these shows and you know then he he's kind of a skeptic on a, a lot of the shows that he did when he did the After Dark show. Um, and then he and then he just gets excited about stuff like Bigfoot. He just marks out for stuff like Bigfoot. It's it, it's strange.
1: Well, he marks it out for like that stupid show, but like it's that, like almost making fun of the whole issue because he doesn't believe it himself. You know, like anything that's like a joke, he'll get into. But I just think that on some level, like you 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 listen to the Art Bell show, like. You know, because it's like, are these people kayfaving me or what? I mean, it's kind of interesting on that level, like where you're like, you can't believe that these people are in earnest, and and maybe they are, and, and they, there's that kind of doubt that makes you keep listening. It's, it's kind of like wrestling in many ways, because it's there's a lot of kayfabe going on. In some cases, in some cases it's real, but you just don't know. And so I think that makes it interesting to somebody have- like Brian. What?
2: Yeah, so some of the guests they have on some of the guests they have on Coast to Coast AM. You know, you you can kind of quickly kind of dismiss them out of hand. Some of the some of the stuff that he some of the stuff that he talk about. But you know, the, at the end of the day, the, these these shows are you know daily shows. They've got to you know they've got to kind of have a, a full schedule of guests. Whether whether the radio host in question believes with whoever he's interviewing is another thing. You can have people going on there talking about. You know the Bible, UFOs, or aliens, or Bigfoot, or JFK, or 9/11, or Loch Ness Monster, or whatever the subject. But you know, you don't. The guy who's doing the interview doesn't necessarily have to believe uh, who he's interviewing, but he's got to, you know, he's got a list of questions. He's got to entertain, at least entertain the notion, I would think, to to make the interview um, go well. Or, um yeah. You know, I I, I I enjoy the show. I mean, uh, there's obviously. The um, and th- I download the uh, episodes uh, off the uh, off the internet, and I'd probably say out of the kind of seven shows that happen a week, I'd probably download I probably download at least three or four of them. At least three or four of them w- will be of interest to me, and some of the ones won't be. But um, you know, I, I get good value out of what I what I listen to, and uh, you know, they're an entertaining way of passing you know uh, a couple of hours.
1: Absolutely, no. It you know fills a, a certain uh, void in your mind. But we only have about fifteen seconds left, so I just want to thank everybody for listening, and we'll be back again next week to talk about some books and some videos.